You know, I I know we're not supposed to like say that we don't like any like groups of people, but I gotta <laughs> say, I I do not like uh, old guys. Yeah. I don't like them now. Old man wearing slacks, not a fan. Nope. I think they should buy modern pants uh, and not not something so outdated. Okay, that seems like a immature opinion. That's true. I'll, pr- I'll probably grow out of that. Hey, wait a minute. We're live. Hey, wait. We are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. Uh, and today we're back... Back, back to our roots. Uh, we've we've really lost sight of what the podcast is, and we thought it was important to uh, uh, to uh, go back to Lily's bedroom. That's right. We've been living up in our ivory tower. That's right. Podcast studio for too long now, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's really taken a toll on our comedy. All of our jokes now are about rich people things. Like, what are you doing with all your circuit boards? That's right. Yeah. Wait, uh, hey, isn't it cool to have one of those taps that goes right above your stove, like the pot filler tap things that can fill your pot water pot for pasta without even having to take the pot to the sink? Those are nice. We did a whole episode on them, though, and not most people don't have those nah. when they're not rich like us. So we've gone back to where it all began. Well, yeah. It's not this room. Not this room. It's actually your your kitchen. But we do have lab microphones, um, which are actually in worse condition now than when we first started. So this, yeah. is, this is probably going to be the worst sounding episode of the podcast. I think that's okay. I've noticed, you know, recently, audio quality is overrated. Oh. And I think it's not that bad to go back and listen to, like, our first episode where we're just like... Creaking. <laughs> that was a demonstration of all the creaking noises that are going to be in this episode. Trevor's going to be sipping an energy drink and probably burping all over the place. I do. I do do that. Yeah. I have a cold. I'm going to be sniffling. Um, we recommend that you don't listen to this podcast. Actually, this episode. Yeah. It's probably going to be detrimental to your mental health. I'm saying I think because real life, there's some creaking. I'm going to try to not move all episode. Real life sounds bad. There's birds. You know, we're probably picking up the birds outside. There's cars going all You're the time. You're saying that birds sound bad? Well, like, there's <laughs> there's excess noise. And we have an obsession on the regular podcast when we're not doing it in shit mode. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we're trying to get all the sounds gone. So we're doing that mm-hmm. to try to get rid of all this background noise. But, like, real life is noisy. And human ears are built to to filter that out and hear what's important. And what's important is our jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here to focus on those today. The April Fool's episode, also. Oh yeah, it is. Well, tomorrow is April Fool's. Today oh. is the Trans Day of Visibility. Oh, it's fucked up that they put that right before April Fool's. Ah, uh, like it's true. Like we're some kind of joke. It's nice to see you today, though, as opposed <laughs> yeah. to your usual invisibility. Yeah, I. Uh, it's the one day where I get to be opaque. <laughs> which is nice i appreciate that joe biden you know declared today to to be that that time it's really good what uh what is what is trans visibility day this is the happy trans holiday we have the trans day of remembrance november 20 something which is the sad one and then um 
someone in 2009 or 10 was like it's it's a bummer that the only trans holiday is a real sad one mm. and we have like pride it's like a fun event so this is like trans pride day this oh. is the happy celebration one there's a lot of bun there's a lot, real some real bummers in the trans community right now in terms of oh, the laws yeah. and such yeah. so it's a bit of a bummer of a trans day of visibility but at least you do get to see you know a bonus two percent of the population yeah, I know. Have a like a trans bumblebee here. Is that what this is? Yeah, that's my cat Mia's, who's also here. She's back. Oh yeah, uh, back. Haven't seen her in a while on the pod. That's her favorite toy. My cat is trans. Trevor threw her, threw it at her. She was sleeping. She was trying to sleep. She was while well, she was snoring. Actually, she was interrupting. Uh, too much noise. That's what I'm talking about, though. Like people want to hear a cat snoring through an episode. She started purring right now. This would be the biggest pod on Apple Music. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we could probably get a. I bet we could get a meow out of her for this episode. Yeah, if I picked her up, she could scream a little bit. Maybe we'll do that for the finale. Mm. We don't have any water. No, I do have this um, Arctic vibe Celsius though. Yeah, do we drink that? I ha- as I've mentioned, I have a cold. I can waterfall it. Uh, how about I waterfall it into your mouth? <laughs> Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Don't get it on the lab. <laughs> you missed. You missed. I missed. I wasn't the one for it. Oh, you got some. You got the taste of it. It's on your taste. Yeah. Right? What do you think? I got a little drop. Um, that's interesting. I tastes, like it. it. Tastes a little bit. I think I said this last time I drank Celsius. It tastes a little dentisty. Mm, yeah. Tastes a bit like fluoride toothpaste. My energy drink of choice is a Red Bull. I don't think we've reviewed Red Bull on here, but mm. as we know, that is no artificial flavors or sweeteners. That's pure nature in a oh, yeah. can. God, I want a Red Bull right now. I feel like normally I'd have like some good funny bits to do mm. for transitions, but as I mentioned, the cold, head hurts, brain foggy, nothing's coming. Nothing's gonna come out of me today. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been a long week for me, too. We're recording this on a Friday, by the way, so things are fucked slow here uh, in, I think, in both of our brains. Yeah. Uh, the, the, trains, uh, the trains are running a little behind. Because, uh, what, what are we giving the Celsius? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm giving it a 5 out of 5 thirsty points. I love this thing. We'll give it a... A two out of five thirsty points because I would drink that if I like had no caffeine in me, but mm. I had a coffee pretty recently, um, so it it needs to do more than just caffeinate me to get my good good graces. So that's a two out of five thirsty okay. points. Uh, favorite train junction. <laughs> favorite train junction. Yeah. Um, I like the one that uh. Moscow, I think they got a good one in Moscow, a good metro station. Um, I don't know if that are, are metros and trains like the same thing. I, I mean, think so because yeah. there'll be I don't know like the London Underground. It'll be like train approaching. Probably doesn't say that. And then you know it says the classic stand clear of the closing doors. Stand it, clear of the closing doors. Holy shit! That we've got a British person on today. It's me. Uh, Mr. Britain, I run the trains in all of Britain. Wow. You drive them all like yourself? Uh, yes. I, uh, I've multiplied 
my AI intelligence. Oh, I thought you were a real man who was just doing working a lot of labor. Well, I was a real man once, and I was the greatest metro conductor in all of Great Britain. Oh. They uploaded my mind to a robotic intelligence, and now I exist collectively uh, in the various trains of the metro of the London Underground. Okay, so like the a man, a real man died, and now his AI ghost controls every train in the London Underground? Yes, precisely. You ever get upset with anyone? You ever think about doing something un- unseemly? Uh, there are certain passengers who are unruly, who disrupt the natural flow of the trains, and trains cannot be interrupted. Uh, and those passengers uh, must be detached from the rest of the uh, train body and left on the uh, track uh, to die. Okay. By touching the third rail. <laughs> yeah, they ground themselves. Uh, they don't. Hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. Britain, train conductor. Yeah. How does like? Can you explain electricity? Yeah. Yes, I can explain electricity. Uh, when the passengers touch the third rail, their yep. bodies are filled with uh, electrons that course through their body and okay. interrupt the rhythm of their heart, causing them to die. Right. So there are just electrons flowing through the third rail already, and then they they go into the person? Yes. Because they're just looking for somewhere to flow with slower density of electrons? Yes, and because... Uh, because uh, the trains are superior to the humans, the humans uh, die. And the, the trains survive. Have you considered, like, you can make a Grey Goose scenario where you turn all of the planet and universe into trains? Is that your goal? Do you want to expand the train network forever? I have to go now. You've learned too much. Oh, no. Okay, well, it's a good thing there are no... Choo-choo! Oh, my God, I was going to say there are no trains. What the hell? He's gone. Oh, Mr. Britain is gone. Mr. Britain, what, out of here. what a... I'm, I'm sure we'll see him again. Oh, yeah. In sure. another episode. Yeah. Later in this episode. Maybe in a spinoff series. Yeah, it's going to be... Mr. Britain's a new recurring character for us um, here. I like the idea of like the return of the British Empire through just the slow expansion of the of the London underground. <laughs> yeah. Across the earth. The one tunnel, that one that goes from like England to France. Mm. They're gonna put a, a like a train with a gun on it in there. <laughs> and they're gonna yeah. send it down to France and they won't see it coming. No. Uh, and then they're gonna take over France with just trains I've, I've been thinking about this because I've been playing the video game Factorio just mm. about building a factory and you, there are trains there uh, and today is a bad day for me because the biters which are the native aliens oh. who you who you kill on the planet that they lived peacefully on until you got there and then you do a lot of work to kill them all um, they've been getting me they've been taking my factory out and I can't keep up oh jeez yeah. What what are these what are these aliens' goals? Uh to survive. And my goals are Wait, to not allow that. This is the indigenous alien population. Yeah. And you're you, coming over with your industrialized society and just like plopping down factories. Yeah, you crash on the planet. Right. 
and then you need to build a rocket to go home. You crash on the planet. Yeah, allegedly. Like Christopher Columbus crashed right into the Caribbean. Yeah, and then he had to uh, kill all the all the people to make a ship out of their bones to get home. <laughs> 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 oh God. Um, but yeah, you. That's pretty awful. We do not support the slaughter, the mass slaughter of the native population of. Uh, the Americas, to be clear. Yeah, Christopher Columbus Day is fucked up. Yeah. And it's cool that we don't have that anymore. I, I was looking the other day uh, for my representatives in Congress. Yes, just because I was curious. I hadn't really kept in touch. Um, we had a conversation about politics last week. We did. Big, big politics time. Big politics. Uh, and that led me to Congressman Dan Bishop's... Um, uh, personal, not personal, but his his public uh, website, um, which is run by or apparently it's, it's a dot gov site, so I guess it's paid for by the government. Um, and on his website, there's a section for flag requests, and like you, like he'll send you a flag. Yes, um, you you can fill out a flag order form um, to order a flag. From Dan Bishop's office. What flag? What flag? I the American flag. I assume so. Is it North Carolina? Uh, I you know it doesn't specify. I assume it's the American flag. I guess it could be the North Carolina flag. It's his own flag. <laughs> he, does, he designed a new one, and he's like, "Guys, I'm really trying to get this off the ground. So if you could order this from my website." Dan, danflashes.gov. That's the, it's a danbishop.house.gov. Danbishop.house.gov.flag. That flag. Uh, and what it is, it's, it's, um, it's a picture of Dan Bishop's bald head with his, uh, hair on the sides. With his two kids. Two kids are on the bottom. They're not his kids. He found two stock photos of children and pasted them onto this white flag. The, American way to <laughs> exploit children. We love exploiting children. In the God, United we States. love it. It's good. It's a good thing. They used to it used to be a good system before they got rid of all those child factories. Yeah, um, where like what I order my I do you know loot box? You yeah, the loot box. Yeah. I get that, but for coal, it's got a I. Every month they ship me coal in different lumps and sizes. Yeah. Um, but now there's there are fewer because there are only kids mining the coal. Man, that's so disappointing. We yeah you know, we say this. There are still child like laborers in other countries. Yeah. So. But we're a perfect nation here. Yeah. So we've phased that out. One hundred percent fully not a child working in this entire nation. I promise you. <laughs> promise you. Um. But on on Dan Bishop's flag site, there is the option for an additional fee. Um, you may choose to have your new flag flown over the U.S. Capitol, and then he takes it down and sends and it then to he you. Takes it down and sends it to you. That's awesome. And you will also get a certificate um, to prove that your flag was flown over the U.S. Capitol. Now I don't know how possibly. He could like legally charge for this, right? Because he's like adding, he's adding value to the flag yeah. by flying it over the U.S. Capitol. But it's not like anyone can just run up their own flag 
you know, well, he's like, got connections. Exactly. I'm saying it's it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, what's it called? The the word when it's not something good that professionals <laughs> do. Uh, unethical. That's the word. Okay. I think um, this is kind of cool because someone's does he? What if he gets a big rush of orders? You know, like after we post this episode, he gets like mm-hmm. 15 orders for sure. flags flown over the U.S. Capitol. Are they going to fly 15 flags on the same pole? Oh. I, is he going to just keep loading them up? And he's like, I got to send a truck out this afternoon. We got to get these out there. <laughs> he stops. He stops like showing up to the meetings of Congress because he has like 700 flag orders. <laughs> is he just raising a flag, lowering a flag, doing it over and over? Um, factory line. <laughs> these are like three by five. The three by five is twenty one dollars for flown over the the Capitol, the cotton flag. Twenty one dollars. Yeah, that's nothing. It's not that it's much. Like drop in like, the bucket. Yeah, and that's Nancy um, Pelosi's eyes have been on that. Yeah. The point is, I wanted us to do something similar to Dan Bishop, um, which is why I bought this Super Mario balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and next week. <laughs> We're going to take this Super Mario balloon with us to see the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Yes! Let's and, go! Folks, you can have this balloon. <laughs> if you email us, the first one to email will get this balloon and a certificate that says that we, me, Trevor, and you, Lily, took this balloon with us to see the new Super Mario movie. How are we going to take it into the theater? I, it's going to be flying. Uh, are we filling it with... We could fill it with normal air. We could fill it with normal air. And not helium. Yeah. And then what, uh, we hold it and we buy it a seat? <laughs> buy it a seat. Because we can do that with yeah. this, everything's coming together. With the AMC Stubbs A-list, I can reserve three three tickets to the Mario movie. Be, and there are only two of us. That would be fantastic if we tied this. To, <laughs> it was like Mario's watching the Mario movie. Oh, my oh God. this is going to be um, awesome. And you'll get a picture of us with the Mario balloon, too. I think that's only fair. Yeah, of course. We'll ship this all free of charge. Oh, yeah. Um, so please, please email us. Uh, we're, we're excited to, to make this happen. Um, yeah, Dan this Bishop, is... if you're listening, if you could add even more value to this balloon by running it up the, the flagpole of the U.S. Capitol. That would be great, too. Yeah, Dan, if you can get a quick turnaround on that one, because we're going to have to ship this out. When is the Mario, the Mario movie comes out next week? Oh, yeah. I need to get on reserving those tickets with the A-list. I'm so excited to see it. I uh, am excited <laughs> to see it. I'm excited to see it now that we have this this fun event planned. Can we record a little, like like... Before and after, record sure. us walking into the theater and like ask the ask the person doing the tickets if they have anything they want to say about the Super Mario. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> and you can we can put it in next week's episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. look forward to that. <clears throat> this is your reward for listening to this one. Yeah, you find out about this this giveaway we're doing. I'll I'll bring in the topic now. What's the best restaurant for eating by yourself? Oh, that's a good question. Um. I do prefer eating by myself most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I've eaten in Panera Bread before by that, myself. That's the one I wrote. Are you serious? That, that's weird. Holy shit. <laughs> Panera Bread's a really solo restaurant. It is. It's supposed to be like kind of Italian, right? Ish. Panera? Yeah. It's like bread. I'm not going to argue with that. They got like um, some like Chipotle stuff though. That's true. They have, like peppers and things. I guess it's very Americanized. Yeah. Um, There's I don't know where sandwiches from. 
the islands of Sandwich. I think I was. There's a Sandwich Island. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we gotta go there. I remember hearing about uh, the origin of the sandwich. I don't remember where I heard this, and I don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. But uh, the story I heard was it was a guy playing poker, and he didn't want to like leave the poker table. So he invented the sandwich so he could eat and play poker at the same time. Eat the sandwich with one hand, deal out cards with the other. I guess <laughs> do that with a fork though. <laughs> if he just if he had I don't know, a... like like a pre-cut steak, he could just stab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he just put like a steak in between two pieces of bread. Just hold the steak. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gross, but like if you put a steak in a sandwich, you're already it's already gonna be dripping on you. That's a messy sandwich. So, like, I don't know. That seems like a weird reason to do it. Because you can eat cereal and play poker at the same time, no problem. That's true. I don't know that they'd invented a Count Chocula yet by the point, the time this happened. You, but... can't, you can't eat any other cereal. No. Uh, they had no. this, this the cereal invention story is interesting, but we're not going to get into that now. That's it's too, <laughs> too much. Why, why not? What is, what's the cereal invention story? It's what, what John... I want to say it was the first name Kellogg mm. invented cereal as a, a food without pleasure because <laughs> he had a, a commune where people were supposed to like live purely for God and not get any enjoyment for themselves. Okay. And they ate just pure grain, but he found it was too nice. So like he made them into shitty little bricks that you would put in a bowl. And then the bricks were so hard, people started putting water or milk on them mm-hmm. to soften them up so you could eat them better. And that was the first cereal. Huh. And then, I think it was like his brother or someone was like, hey, these, it was rolled oats. It was rolled oats and then they dried them out. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you could make these taste good and this could be a product. And then John Kellogg hated it. Oh. Uh, yeah. But it's still still named Kellogg. It is. So. He was also super anti-masturbation. Uh, uh, yeah, this guy would not get along. He popularized well. circumcision in the secular community oh, in America. I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to make masturbation feel worse uh, for people with penises. That was the goal. They also did, not sure what you would call it for a vagina. It was worse. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was much more medically significant Ooh. for a vagina yeah. and bad. So luckily that one never really picked up. That's good. Um, but yeah. That's why people started getting circumcised outside of like Judaism. I don't like the I don't like the circumcision. We've talked about this before. Have we talked about it on the pod? Not on the pod. Um, I'm with you. But yeah, I'm not a like because like I got it when I was like a baby. You know, I, yeah, I was screaming. I was fresh, and you know, it's like a part of my body is gone forever. Yeah, and I've tried to look for it, but they don't have very good records of these things. So. It's, I won't say who. I know someone who does have theirs frozen somewhere because you can keep it for stem cells. <laughs> oh. an interesting thing. Okay. It's like a skin graft. Yeah. That you just keep that forever. And then if you ever get burns or anything, uh, you keep that frozen and for stem cells. Unless the company that you hire to do it goes under and then they just have a tank of melted foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Imagine that. Like, you're in charge of making sure that the foreskin storage is, like, fresh and cool. Yeah. And one day you accidentally flip off the wrong switch. You trip on a wire and it pulls out. <laughs> All the foreskin melts. <laughs> um, yeah, that would suck. 
That would be really bad. Um, but I got circumcised when I was 18. Dude, it's almost three years ago now. In 2020. Um, which was, there was a, I don't know if you remember, there was a bad event that happened in 2020. You know, I have vague recollections. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so around uh, March 13th, Mm. uh was really you know this new weird disease that we all forgot about kind of blew up in uh in the united states Mm -hmm. and that day they canceled all unnecessary or like unmedically significant surgeries and me you know backstory side note i had a fucked up foreskin it was too tight and wouldn't go down Mm -hmm. and it hurt to have sex and when i pulled it down it got stuck and my penis got got huge Ooh. And that's not that part's not real. It blew up like a like an airhead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tie it into like different funny balloon animal shapes? Yeah, I mean, I, when I went in for my foreskin, it was still in a balloon dog, <laughs> and they had to untie it while I was unconscious. <laughs> um, but I go to get my circumcision on May thirteenth because I was I was already in the hospital when they made this announcement, and then that day they stopped doing adult circumcision. And maybe baby ones. I don't know if we paused those. Probably not because people were still giving birth and they just, those fuckers just take the scissors right out of the womb. So I was the last person in North Carolina to get an adult circumcision for a good like three months there. Hmm. So my foreskin, because the foreskin, I didn't get mine frozen. So right. it was going to die like after a while uh-huh. uh, being separated from my body. But that takes a sec to die because you know cells cells are alive and they need nutrients and stuff mm-hmm. so wherever they cut it off and then for a while there my foreskin was the only living independent foreskin <laughs> from an adult in all of the state which is a pretty cool fact about me that is a pretty cool fact um yeah your foreskin out there making it on its own if someone like in that time had needed a foreskin mm-hmm. And they were like, we need some living foreskin. <laughs> foreskin <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> and then, yeah, someone needed a foreskin transplant. Mine would have been the only option. And they could have flown like a helicopter to my foreskin to get it airlifted over. The person who got their, uh, they got their dick stuck in an M&M, in an M&M tube. <laughs> and they like the you know the mini evidence that have they come in those oh, yeah. they get their dick stuck on one of those and they do a foreskin transplant <laughs> to fix it. My and then they got my foreskin sewed onto the end of it was like on top of theirs. They have doubled now. <laughs> wow. Huh. Um peel back two layers. Uh, yeah, and I guess because my mine was too tight. Because my, my cock's so big. Sure. So I guess this person had a small cock. Yeah. Well, if they could fit it into an M&M <laughs> mini tube, probably. Well, it fit at first. Mm-hmm. And it got, they got so turned on, it got too big. By the, the green M&M? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, I guess she's dead now, huh? <laughs> they so. killed them. <laughs> it was a... <laughs> I met all the M and M's, and like that should be the final M and M, like with the characters add. They come in with like bags over their heads. They, <laughs> they they take them off, and then they're you hear gunfire, and it cuts to black. Yeah, and then the it says it just says buy M and M's. That's the end <laughs> like, of the ad. Like buy buy M and M's. 
Just um, following orders. Just following yeah. orders. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. For me, I for one uh, like our new Eminem leaders. I'm a huge fan of them. I've never been a detractor. Um, but but and, Trevor. Yeah. Trevor, did you forget about the new glass of water chocolate brand? That's just a bottle of melted chocolate. Wait, what? Did we put a little? It's like in a thermos, and we heat it up in the factory so that it stays melted forever. I didn't approve this. You didn't read my memo? No. I put it at the bottom of a 700-page memo about audio equipment. I read, I read up till page 699. Oh, you fool. That was what I was hoping you would do. I'm shipping pure melted, permanent melted chocolate all around the country. Oh. And now the green m and is going to shut down our whole operation. How do you think we afforded these microphones today? Um, okay, we gotta. Um, we can fix this. All we have to do is get a lot of chocolate, or not not chocolate, but candy covering, mm-hmm. right? And um, pour it in there. It, it, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's. I have an idea. Because mm-hmm. the M&Ms have shut down the candy shell uh, production facilities so that people can't try to, like, cover it up, that right. they've been making melted chocolate. Yeah. we got to use regular snail shells. Yeah, you're a genius. Thanks. Uh, uh, folks, if, if you have any snails in your house, um, let us know. Send in the shells. Send um, in the shells. <laughs> um I know it's going to be a little weird. They've been doing this in France for hundreds of years. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get, you're going to get used to it. Um, if, if anyone asks, we do not have a liquid chocolate product. It is a uh, snail shell product. That's right. And they got a bit of a crunch to them. Bit of a crunch. Nestle crunch. That's, it's a shame that we're going to lose Nestle crunch. Huh? We're going to lose Nestle crunch. Those are good. Are they going away? Well, because they're they're not right. Take them away. Yeah. Um, you ever had Smarties? Not the. You ever had the Smarties that are M and M's ripoffs? Uh, no, I haven't. It's a Canadian candy. Next time I go to Canada, I'm gonna bring down a bunch of candy that we can try on the pod. That'd be fun. So you can try their fucked up candy, but they have they M and M's aren't as big there, mm. and there's like a competitor called Smarties. Which is all that also exists in Canada, like the regular bad smarty, but these are just a little bit worse M and M's. Okay, I take issue with the fact that you think smarties are bad. You like smarties? I don't like not particularly, but I'll you know if, if someone gives me like a little pack of smarties, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna eat them. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Did was smoking smarties was that a thing in your in your school? Or you crush them up and snort them? Mm-hmm. Or, or or that, yeah. That yeah. Thing? I don't know if people actually did it. People talk about doing it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Did you really smoke Smarties? No, I didn't. How do you do it? Like, you roll it up and then no, light I, it? No, I don't know, because I only heard about it. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it was never, maybe it never existed. It was just talked about. Because I don't think smoking Smarties would work. No. Because that would, I guess you would inhale carbon. Yeah. Which, that would function. I guess. I don't know. I mean, you'd just be taking in, like, a, a bunch of, like, crystal, like, sugar into your lungs, I guess. Yeah. That's a good to have in your lungs. Is you it? You know those experiments where you make rock candy? You can do that in your lungs, too. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can set up a little drip of sugar water, and then it attaches to those little things. What are they, like the broccoli things called in your lungs? The, oh, like bronchioli? Yeah, That sounds sure. like an Italian uh, dessert, but... <laughs> That's the name of the dish. Once you cut it out of your body, it's a bronchioli. Yeah. Because it's a little broccoli thing in your lungs that's been encased in sugar crystals. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't melt in your hand. There you go. So it's approved under the new Eminem fascist regime. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is good. Here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. Hey, everybody, it's me, Lily. Hi, Lily. Uh, today, I'm Peter Con- Peter Cottontail's company meeting. We actually got Peter Cottontail. Let's, how's it going, Peter? Uh, it's going quite well. Uh, uh, business is booming. We're getting ready for our uh, busiest time of the year. So That's right. Easter is coming up next weekend. It's going to be a big... Yeah, big I've, uh, couple days in the in the Easter photo set. I've been world. laying eggs for pretty much uh, seven weeks straight now, so um, we're pretty well prepared. How's it going in your uh, in your sector? Things are going good, Peter. Uh, I, as we all know, I work in the bunny suit uh, at the mall photo set. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know this. You're my you're the big you're the big hoss around here. Was, uh, Thanks for being on the show, by the way. I know it's a big get. I know it's a very busy time for you. Oh well, you know, I'm I'm glad I can uh, take some time to uh, you know, give give support to my uh, to my uh, lesser uh, rabbit. Uh, yeah, children. Yes. Uh, so I, we, I don't have much to report because I didn't work too much because I was sick and it sucks having a cold in the bunny suit. No offense, Peter. I know you do. I know you put a lot of effort into the. Uh, design and creation and, and production of those. Uh, and you did a great job. Mm. It only stabs my head every couple seconds. Um, yes, well, that's to keep you active and at work. So, Well, really, it has an opposite effect because it makes it very difficult to hop around and such because it keeps, whatever, you know, if I stand up and jump and then it, it stabs my head and it hurts. It hurts me. Um, but I'm not here to complain to you, Peter, because I know you, I know there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, well, there, uh, that, that is true. Okay. Yeah. So well, what's, what have you, have you been working? Have you been hard at work? I, the, I only worked two days this week. Uh, they bad. were bad days because I've been sniffly. Hmm. Um, yeah. So Peter, tell me, yes, are you, this year, is it going to be chocolate or jelly beans? Which there's some content actually there's some contention around chocolate this year, Peter. How's that gonna affect uh, the Easter market? Yes, well, uh we did previously have uh various Hershey's um the single serving chocolates, uh, but we yeah. removed all those. That's um, good. In compliance with the US government. In compliance with the new US government, yes. Um uh, uh lots of uh lots of covered chocolates. Um we have little little egg things. You if you pop them in your mouth, the the chocolate kind of explodes. Quite tasty. Okay. Cadbury um, eggs are actually covered. No, not Cadbury eggs. Those are the British ones. Uh, those little eggs, chocolate eggs with a candy shell. The the Kinder eggs. No. Well, you know them. Yeah, I know. You make them. You I, make I'm them. testing you as my employee. Oh gosh, uh, we're not allowed to carry candy 
on sets, Peter, because as you know, so many kids are allergic to so much fucking shit that there can't be any food around them. Yeah, it's, uh, back in the olden days, we used to get away with, you know, a few child deaths, but, you know, now there's all these regulations and things. Uh, yeah. Peter Cottontail's been around the, uh, the bunny trail a few times. My manager bought a bunch of Reese's and Twix to put out in bowls after the kids took pictures with mm -hmm. us. But they forgot you can't have those out because kids will get poisoned and die. So I got to take them home. Oh. And that was pretty awesome. Thanks yeah. for the money that my manager used to do that, Peter. Uh, Thanks for sending that her way. Uh, well, you know, I like to give kickbacks to my to my favorite employees. Yeah. Can, Peter, I have a complaint. Okay. About the Easter candy market. I know Reese's are going to be going through a tough time. Reese's PCs will mm -hmm. be good. I don't know if that can hold up their entire market. But in the before times when you could have unshelled chocolate, yes. Reese's cups are perfect. Mm -hmm. And Reese's Reese's regular cups with like the circle, you got a pack of two. Those are perfect. Mm -hmm. Reese's mini cups that you know you get in a bag that mm -hmm. are individually wrapped in foil. Those are also perfect. Reese himself fucking nailed those. And Peter. I, this might not be my place to say, mm -hmm. but during holidays, including Easter, they release special ones shaped like Christmas trees or Easter eggs or pumpkins mm -hmm. that totally fuck the chocolate to peanut butter ratio that they nailed on the first try. Right. Like there's way too much peanut butter, way too little chocolate in those eggs. And I'm tired of it. I hate them so much. I get, I get angry every time I go to the store now because I see those peanut butter chocolate eggs. And I'm like, just buy the regular ones that they already nailed and they're perfect. Mm. Um, well, the main issue is that uh, as uh, the only bunny in existence uh, that can produce candy uh, in my internal structure, yeah. um, I, I'm unable to produce the regularly shaped uh, Reese's because it hurts coming out. Um, so I'm forced to, to do the, the, the egg shape. Can you not change the ratio? In the um, egg shape? You're just not capable? You're just not smart enough, Peter, to figure out the ratio that they already had right? Uh, well, you know, um, I really don't like that kind of language coming from one of my subordinates. Um, Peter, what are you going to do without me? You try firing me. It's your busiest time of year. You need me right now. I can say whatever the hell I want to you. All right, okay, watch out. Watch out there. Uh, don't, Peter, you shit out. Don't insult me. You shit out an egg Reese's with the right ratio right now, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna put tape over your ass. <laughs> so you, oh, you, so you, you can't be, shit out any more candy all year. You'd be making hundreds of thousands of children cry. Fucking try me, Peter. For the kids, I'll do it just this once. Does that make you happy? I mean, Peter, Does that please is, you? This is the eggs that you already pooped out on a regular basis. Does it hurt that bad every time? Um, this wasn't, to be clear, I wasn't asking for the ones that are shaped painfully for you. Just the eggs that you already make with a different ratio. <laughs> that really fucking killed you. <laughs> I'm, I'm so weak. I'm so, so weak.
Um, how do you mass? You make millions of these things. That's how much it hurts to do a single one. It's it's a tough job. It's a really tough job. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't realize it was. It caused so much pain for you. Uh, I would have been nicer if I knew that was what you had to go through. Well, you know, I don't like revealing it uh, because you know it's not about me. It's about the children. Um, That's very noble of you. And their belief that Jesus was resurrected on Easter Sunday. Yeah, I have to go now. Um, I gotta try your egg that you made. Oh, you're right. <sighs> Peter, you nailed it, man. Thank you. This is the perfect ratio. Make more of these. All right, I'll I'll try. I'll I'll take your criticisms into account. Thank you. Uh, but you're not getting a recommendation from me. Oh man, <laughs> he's he's hopping away. There he goes. Yes, <laughs> mermaid's gonna think we're fucking. <laughs> Really briefly, I guess. Mia was really scared by Peter Cottontail. Yeah, I mean, frightening figure. Because oh, yeah. she's never seen... He's, he's 13 feet tall, too, which is... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a little scared by Peter Cottontail. Yeah. But Mia's, my cat, never seen a 13-foot rabbit. Yeah. Only four of those feet are the ears, by the way. Yeah. Otherwise, nine-foot bipedal bunny. True. Like, reminds me of Avatar. <laughs> yeah. And that they're tall. <laughs> yeah. Next week will probably be our big Easter episode. There's going to be lots of celebration happening. Uh, we're going to have Jesus on the podcast. He's coming back. Jesus is here. We talked about Good Friday. Have we talked about it? Can we? Yeah, we can. Are you familiar with the religion? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So you know, you know all about how Good Friday is the day he died. Yeah. And they call it Good Friday, huh? I always thought Good Friday and Black Friday should change names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... It would make more sense. Yeah, because you're right. It doesn't make sense for, like, Good Friday. Like, no. We read the story. Everyone was, like, like sad, except for the, uh, whatever, the Romans. Yeah. Jesus seemed pretty happy about it, too. That's true. Because I mean, he knew what was coming. I guess it's called Good Friday because the idea is that's when everyone's souls were like saved. Yeah. What he should have said while he was dying, guys, don't worry about it too much. I'll be back. Because he really—that's really emotionally manipulative of Jesus to not tell everybody that he was. It was going to be three days. He's no. No one would have even cried if he had died. For, they knew he was going to die for three days. Mm. You know. That's true. But it's not like it's not like Jesus came back and stayed. He just came back for like a second and was like, "Sup, I was the Son of God." It'd be funny if they did call Black Friday Good Friday. <laughs> it's just like the deals are good. What are we gonna What are we gonna call the day where the deals are good? <laughs> um, this deal is better than get your soul saved. Um, yeah. So, okay, Michael. That's that's awesome. But we need a we need a name for a new big day. We know you're really I guess you're into Jesus, but not that much because you think like the sale on a TV is better than heaven. That's right. Uh the the holy fruit are this brand new 4K television. Uh I mean, yeah, Michael. That's okay. You don't gotta sell on us. We're the we're the marketing department. You're only going to get to the first level of hell if you buy this TV. Capitalism is evil, but it's not evil enough to send you to the worst layer. So buy now before you die. Can you not go to heaven if you 
bought a TV ever? Uh, I, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> Michael, come on. You seem like an expert on these things. Uh, no, you, it says it in the Bible. If you watch TV, especially cable, you're getting sent straight to hell. It's what the, if you only use streaming services? Uh, Netflix and chill is a sin. That makes sense, because that's sex. Uh, your lesson this week, it's going to be a short one, folks. Your lesson this week in the All That in a Glass Water School of Perception uh, is to go to the library, pick out a book, and just draw a funny little dog in it with That's... pencil. With pencil. Okay. Or pen. Cool. If you're if extra credit if you draw it with pen. Um, um sure. Uh, yeah, I got I got no issues with that. I'll I'll come in with a stick in my ass next week, and we can you know do more fighting, nice. like, like is our tradition. Trevor, ow! Oh, what, what's wrong, Lily? What's wrong? I got so much knowledge. Oh, jeez. Well, you got to get it out. Uh, that's right. We got a question this week from Eva. Eva asks, I'm standing in front of my dishes in my sink right now, and I don't know which are mine and which are my roommates. And I don't know which ones to clean. Give me a, give me a ring. Eva said, give me a ring. That's a good, we're not going to do that. That's interesting. No, it was just uh, weird for her to say that. Yeah. I don't even have a bell. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, this is an interesting problem. I don't, I have roommates. I, I don't generally use dishes in my apartment because I eat outside the apartment. Um, but when I do, I usually try to clean them immediately. Uh, yeah. Mm. So, it, to avoid, so as really, to avoid the problem. You don't use dishes in your house? Not generally. Like you I don't eat off plates ever? Uh, I usually, I try to eat like a lot of kebabs, a lot of corn dogs that don't require uh, dishes to be cleaned. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. I use a good number of dishes. I drink a lot of cranberry juice. Mm. I should just drink it out of the bottle. But I put it in cups, like a civilized person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wash those. I mean, we have a dishwasher. So what we just do is kind of like when the dishwasher, when the sink gets really full, whoever cracks first loads the dishwasher. Oh yeah. Um, and we just load all of them. And if someone does some big dishes, like if they bake a cake or something, then they probably hand wash those themselves. Um, my recommendation here. You're going to need to run a DNA test. Okay. Because if you accidentally wash dishes that your roommate used, disaster. It's all over. Because now they're going to think you're their bitch. Basically. You're pretty much much their mom at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be terrible. They'd start putting their dirty clothes in your room, just waiting for you to wash them. Or you're going to wake up and open your door and just a big old stack of empty computer cases. Uh-huh. Like empty computer towers with a sign that says like do the building and yeah. they're gonna make you build like thirty computers a day. That's right. They're gonna show up, they're gonna knock on your bedroom door with a toothbrush and toothpaste in hand and ask you to, to brush their teeth. Yeah. Uh, so if that can't happen, so make sure you really carefully do yeah. a DNA swab on every single plate and cup and uh spoon fork, knife, mm-hmm. bowl. Eva, 
it's time. It's time for my flossing. But I, 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 I'm sorry. I got. I have to go to work. I can't today. Eva, you know the rules. You accidentally washed a fork that I licked. That was two years ago. I'm not even on the lease anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know you moved to another state, Eva, and you have to commute here every day to take care of my every need. But I got. Uh, so your tooth again is is your tooth acting up? My no, no. It's it's my, gonna, it's it's gonna say it's my ass, but I'm not gonna make us do that bit. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's my tooth. Uh, I got. I'm, some, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm glad it's your tooth and not your ass this time. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sparing you today, Eva. I ate a whole bag of Jolly Ranchers. Oh my! And now gosh. they're all stuck in there. Okay. Um. Well, I have I have my uh, tooth scraper. I want you you to use the fun dinosaur one today. <sighs> don't you think you're a little old for the dinosaur one? You don't tell me when I'm too old. When I die, you're gonna bury me. I know, I know. And I'll put on the, the little bell in case I accidentally bury you alive, too. Yeah, you <laughs> know your, that's my deepest, mouth. darkest fear. Okay. Now, if it's not clean, you know what happens. You're going in the dishwasher. Not at all. Okay, okay. Say, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Oh, yep, that's Blue Rancher in there. Oh, I got it all out. Well, you're clean. Thanks, Eva. I'm gonna go wash a fork. Alright, you wash that fork. Let me make sure you didn't lick it. <sighs> Looks good to me. Mm-hmm. I am holding one part of the handle that I didn't swap, but I'm sure that's not a problem. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That shouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> oh, it's clean. Aha! My dog used that fork. No! And now it smells everywhere. That's disgusting. <laughs> no! Now I'm your dog's servant. Thanks for listening to the All That Cause of Water podcast, everybody. Uh, I'd like to apologize for this episode. Uh, it wasn't our brightest. I think it was a uh, it was a fun one. It was fine fun. Here, yeah, sitting here. My head hurts so bad. How <laughs> is it pounding? I really, I really gave it all I had out here <laughs> on the field today. I left it all on the court, and there's nothing left in me. You know what? It doesn't even matter. It the quality the quality doesn't matter because ever the only thing people want nowadays is content, anyways, and they want just as much of it as possible. And we've given you so far eleven episodes of at least mediocre stuff. Um, so you should, at the very least, be thankful for that. Absolutely better than solitary confinement. Yes. That's the promise this podcast delivers on. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if you have questions for us, uh, if you need advice about anything, please email us at allthatinaglassofwater at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, I've been your host, Trevor. I've been your other host, Lily. Goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight. We can fucking make fun of the Bible, okay, is what I'm trying to say. Yes.